Whenever you're ready, sweetie. I'm ready. You can you can go with it. Okay. Me? You talking about no, me? No, me. <laughs> <laughs> this sweetie. Yeah, this sweetie. I thought you called yeah. me sweetie. That's yeah, nice. isn't that nice? Oh, Gene. <laughs> please. Let's not go there. I'm always there. Gene Prisker is with us today on Bar Crawl Radio, episode number 36. We are in. I start again because it's 38. You sure? Yeah. It's 30 something. Yeah, it's 30 something something. All right. Gene Prisker is with us today on Bar Crawl Radio, episode number, well, we think, 38. <laughs> we are imbibing and talking here at Gephardt's Beer Culture Bar on West 72nd Street, across the street from the mortuary, down the block from Trader Joe's and Papaya's Hot Dog, and here we go. Swinging stuff I like there. That. We started with Eastern Blockheads, Bop Bop, at least that's what Becky and I call it. We call that yes, Bop Bop. There's probably it's another name for something that. Else. And the second piece, the one that's playing right now. Yeah, that one. Da, 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 da. That, oh. <laughs> it's like Warner Brothers cartoons sometimes. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm thinking of a drunk wedding. <laughs> the second piece comes from Farewell Berlin, from the Berlin Suite Movement Number no. 6, composed by Gene and Sebastian Pritzker, and will be playing on the Netflix series Babylon Berlin. Sebastian is Gene's teenage son. Teenage, yes. There we go. And uh, right now I want to play just another uh, piece of uh, the uh, Pritzker multifaceted musical output, Uh, and this one is called Weeping. Mozart's Requiem in D minor, K626, played by the composers, Concordance Ensemble, and sung by Shanda Rule. It is difficult to categorize the work of Gene Pritzker. He is a ball of human energy ever since I've known him and been a little while. Uh, he's an experimental musician, but pinning a single description on this man is kind of slippery. It's difficult. I think Gene would agree he's primarily a composer, primarily, but he's also a rapper. DJ, guitarist, a coordinator of music concerts, teacher, and now, of all things, an actor, a movie actor, of all things. He has created almost 700 compositions, including chamber operas, orchestral and chamber works, electroacoustic music, songs for hip-hop and rock ensembles, with accents from all over the place. And he is the uh, co-director, I'm, I'm going to keep going, because there's, there's no end to this. He's the co-director of Composer Concordance, and Gene Pritzker has performed and his work presented all over the world. W- one of his disc covers describes Pritzker as, quote, mischief maker and irreverent. And it goes on to say, there's a great musician here. You might not like it all, but it's difficult to remain indifferent. Yeah, that's I, 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 I would say that, that pretty <laughs> does it. Is that, that an apt it. description there? That, yeah, it's uh, from Fanfare. It's actually Fanfare Magazine recent review, and uh, I'm like, oh, that's a good one. So I okay. stick that one around because okay. I like it, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you don't have to like it all, but you certainly not... haven't heard it before. Right, so cheers. So cheers. Yeah, we Everybody. always start with kind of a cheers here. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Think our glasses. This, this, I'm drinking this. Uh, we're at Gephardt's Beer Culture Bar. Yes. And I'm drinking, it's really interesting. It's, uh, it's smoky orange. something. It's orange. Or yellow. Whatever. But it's really tasty. Is it? Beer. You don't remember the name of it, I guess. 
No. But they have so many different kinds of beer. You can just come in I and they'll let you take a little taste to see yeah, if you like it. Then they have a little taste I'm of it. I'm going to call it Mellow Yellow. Mellow All right, yellow. we'll call it Mellow Yellow. It's yeah, nice. Montauk yeah. Brewing Company. Mine's a straight up beer, but it's really good. Uh, yeah. I also don't know what it's called. Well, you just came back from Berlin, so you're into the, uh, yeah, I'm, you're into you know, the straight up man, beers. It's hard to really, you know, surprise me with beers, man. <laughs> Are the beers, do you, would you describe the beers in, in Germany as crisp? Uh, well, uh, you know, they're, uh, it's the Pilsner culture there, you know, so right. it's that it is, yeah, it is crisp, but I don't really like sweet beers. I don't like any kind of, uh, or bitter or sweet taste. So I like that uh, Pilsner taste, whatever that taste is, but, uh, what, you're, what you know, yeah, what you, but I really, like. really, really, you know, I, I, so you don't uh, like IPAs. No, I really don't. I, I yeah. and or the craft beers and like, I stay away from that stuff and it's either Pilsners, or if uh, like yesterday I was in an Irish bar. I went to Kiss yesterday. I went to see Kiss. Oh wow! So before Kiss, we we went to a bar, and the, good you know, for you. the only thing they had is Guinness. So I'll have a Guinness. Guinness is a good. You know, okay, Guinness but, is uh, okay. Guinness is all right. Yeah, yeah. Guinness is a, you know, Guinness is. A, yeah, but I mean, Guinness is not is not a Pilsner. It's not. No, I'm saying if there's no Pilsner, right. that's where I go for. The we Guinness. were we uh, <laughs> we were in Dublin a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and we were at the Ferryman. I think the name of it, uh, right on the Livia, and. Um, there was some German uh, couple there, yeah. and right. it's like no, they weren't they weren't into that. And we did a bar crawl at all. <laughs> yes, no, no. and they described the beer. something They're really like, crisp. It's not crisp. <laughs> yes, that's what they said. That's what they there's, said. There's no bubbly. There's, no, yeah. there's not yeah. bubbly enough. It's different, but I like it. I, okay, I like right. that better than the sweet things, you know. So Jean, Jean. Oh. Yeah. Is that is that you? Yes, it is. It says. I think we did that already. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> oh, I see. You're right. You're oh, right. You're right. going off script. Thank, thank, thank yes, God for editing, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and so I we, say we you put it all in. I like all of this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Well, I, I kind of do too. We, I mean, you know, pimples and all. Yeah, that's, yeah, because it's, it's it's a real conversation. Yeah, it exactly. This is your life, Gene exactly. Pritzker. Ooh. You're like, who, 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 where can you go bad? Yeah. Um, anyone who knows the span of your work, all mm-hmm. the stuff that you do, also knows that my introduction that I just made is really woefully inadequate. It doesn't really go all the places that you go. Right. Researching you is like falling into Alice's rabbit hole <laughs> with bits and pieces of the modern music world just whizzing by me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when we first decided to have this conversation with you here at Geparts, I was hard put how to organize it. So you and I, we sat right over there yeah, where that yeah. gentleman is sitting, drink, eating some French fries. Yes, yes, and yeah. I hit upon, well, we both hit upon the idea of talking about your most recent European tour. Yes. In order to get a sense of the Pritzker multiverse. Yes, and it was a crazy tour with lots of verses. So yeah, yeah that, was, that would be a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots of verses yeah. with lots of different accents. Mm-hmm. So it was a two-week tour to several countries. It was right? uh, it was a three-week tour. And, three weeks. Okay. And uh, it was mostly Germany and Austria, which is the two countries that I go to. You started the in most. Berlin. Started in Berlin, did a little Austria tour, and wound up in Berlin, and. Uh, I uh, forgot the number of concerts we had, but uh, they were everything was different and fun and interesting, and get into them uh, however you want. But no, yeah. we, uh, we, and, yeah. and, and we will. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we can only really touch on, on what you're doing. I tried, we try to pull out uh, a, a bit of a variety here. Mm-hmm. Was uh, that first stop the impetus for how the rest of the tour would, went? How, well, how the it was fun thing, designed? The funny thing is the tour was, this, uh, the first thing was, uh, uh, it's a piano concerto of mine, uh, that was asked about a year ago in Duisburg and whatever, and now I don't remember the dates. So that was that's been on the books. And then after that, uh, 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 the Babylon Berlin TV show that I do was around the same time. They asked if I could come in and record. I'm like, well, I'll already be there. And after that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I booked another tour. And after that, uh, an organization around in Berlin, which I could schedule whenever. I'm like, well, let's just schedule it during this. And it kind of grew, grew, grew. Next thing you know, I'm away for three weeks and my wife's not so happy about it. But oh. it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. As long as I'm bringing home the money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah but this, this, <laughs> I don't know. Well, oh, you got or, paid. Or not. Oh, you got paid for it. Okay. Well, you know, mostly by robbing <laughs> banks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> not by music, obviously. And then, and then, and then run away. Um, so this TV show, this Netflix TV yeah, show, yeah. Uh, Babylon Berlin, mm-hmm. it's really kind of wild and crazy it's it kind of reminds me of cabaret yeah. kind of that uh isherwood you know the the uh well i mean the director i work with tom tickwer and i did uh, i've been doing all his movies since uh, i don't know if you guys saw the movie called perfume it's a great old I movie know it. cloud yeah. atlas was another big cloud movie atlas, we did, right? so uh so and he in germany he's like one of the most fa- famous directors so he decided uh german television doesn't really have quality 
uh, uh, TV series. So he wanted to get it to the level of like Netflix, and, and it's on Netflix, whatever. So it's the most expensive TV show in Germany ever made. Wow. <laughs> you know? so that's, wow. uh, well, that's so, yeah, good yeah, info. Yeah, it's c completely, nobody, nobody's even gone close to that budget. You know, it's like Hollywood budget TV show in, Berlin, in Germany, which, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, was not a thing, and and you know, it became very popular. And at one point, I think when it came out, the first two seasons uh, last year, two years ago, they came out. Uh, uh, it was uh, second in the world to only Game of Thrones by popularity. Oh my now goodness! Now in, in Germany, in, in the world, in the world, yeah. not in America, but in the world. I mean, because uh, uh, it was played on Sky TV and and German television, uh, uh, but then then it came out on Netflix. So well, it has everything it. you want. It has you know. Germans and sex. <laughs> so and Germans. And Germans. And, period. And so we can watch it subtitled here in the yes, States. Yeah, we watch it with subtitles because I, I don't like the... No, uh, I, I watched it with a... Uh, oh, it was dubbed? A, oh, dubbed in. It, I don't the like dub in wasn't good. That's, yeah. yeah, they're never good. I mean, and actually, I don't... No, I, it, was, it was some of them particularly bad. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. boy. Okay. Yeah, I, I would like to get it with uh, subtitles. No, on Netflix, you, you, you could. You just have you to just do a setting. I have to just change the... Okay, I'm going to do that. And... So, so the thing is, the uh, uh, I orchestr you know, I'm the lead orchestrator for it, and then I have a, some music in it. But that first tune you heard, called Farewell Berlin, uh, the fun thing about it is it's a melody that my son was playing right. on his piano when he was eight years old. My goodness. And I'm like, hey, you know, that's kind of a catchy melody. So I orchestrated and arranged it and did all that stuff. And out of all the things that I submitted, that was the thing that actually made it in the most. So in the first... Uh, uh, I think it's in the first the season. I forgot which episode, but like it's always playing in a club where they're like talking, and in the back that's like the dance thing. So you ca you're hearing it constantly. That's music. where and I that's heard it And that's Sebastian's music that mm. he created when he was eight years old. He was eight years old. He was in the piano, and I think he was he was he was uh, studying Oscar Peterson piano piece. You know, uh, he was eight or nine. And uh, he was inspired by that piece, and he wanted to write his own, and that's the progression, and then the melody. And it's all very simple and youthful, but yet the simplicity, which actually eludes me, <laughs> usually. So that, that's what I think they liked the most, because it was really simple. It eludes you, so, but it didn't elude him. No, because he was nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now he's a teenager, and you're now, continuing yeah. to collaborate with him now, even now? How does well, that go? Well, tonight... <laughs> oh. How does that I mean, work? Not, no, not Tell that, us about it. Not that this program is going to be is going to be aired later, but today, whatever today is, uh, we have a concert with a big band, my big band called Comcord, Composed Concordance Big Band, and Sebastian wrote a song. Uh, he, he's he's mostly into Russian pop music. That's all he does is sing and write Russian pop music. So and I heard right? him online. Heard him on YouTube. He, yes, yes, he's got. Yeah. He, he's, he does the Instagram thing, and he's like a big. He's fearless. He's fearless. He does all that stuff. So he wrote the song like. You want to sing with a big band? I'll do a big band arrangement. So tonight we're doing my big band arrangements of this very pop song. But of course, I made it into like a jazz big band. Are thing. there still seats? Still uh, seats available? There's seats available for you, especially <laughs> for you guys both. Well, uh, maybe we'll do that. You guys should come yeah. by, and he's gonna come out and sing. He's uh, been picking out clothes. That's the most important for <laughs> a couple of weeks. <laughs> Well, we have to kind of describe what you're wearing. Oh, you yeah, have, I'm wearing You have like weird. Chinese on top a, and American an military on the uh, bottom. Yes, as I was leaving my house, my wife was begging me to say, she was saying, this does not match, this does not go. And like, this is the eclectic nature of my world, and I like to even show it with clothes sometimes. So I got my, it's called the camouflage Chinese outfit. <laughs> right, right, Chinese right. camouflage, I don't know. Uh, so it's either I could go out. Well, Celine's doing a good job of camouflaging that you're Chinese. It's, or it's, that, yeah. It's Asian on top and camouflage exactly. on bottom. Exactly. So it's, you know. So after the concert, I could either go to the army or go waiter at a Chinese restaurant. Either way. Exactly, <laughs> right, right, right. Or maybe into the Chinese mm -hmm. army. Into the Chinese, yes. They probably wouldn't like this. I'm trying to take Who a picture. I'm, not, I'm doing a terrible job of it over here. Oh, I'll we take some get, pictures. Could you take a picture? Great. Oh, we're going to do a uh, Nice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Asian Cow, thank you. See? We're gonna Prove start, my wife You're going to start something here. I'm trying. <laughs> oh, we've got, we've got an expert here. Yes. Yeah, nice. Wow, very good. You're hired. It's The yeah. pay is a drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very thank much. You. Now, how many likes do we already have on Facebook? Yeah. All right. It's been minutes. It's, it's been seconds. It's Gene Pritzker I'm on Bar Crawl Radio. <laughs> So can Jean tell us about your earliest, mm -hmm. your earliest um, musical beginnings? What what do you? Uh, what's your earliest memory of doing music? Well, making um, music? I was you know I was I'm from Russia, so I was born in, in Leningrad, and at age four I started off on the violin. My parents both being musicians said, "You got to go and study violin." That was fine, but I was really bad at it, and I struggled with it for a long time. I came to America when I was seven, and still kept doing the violin, to everybody's dismay including my parents. And at one point at age 12... Why? Why? Because you didn't yeah, I was, play well? I, was, I wasn't very good. No, it's, but it's very hard. But you stuck it. with it. I still know, yeah. I would not quit. So the Did only you ever pick it up? 
no, violin? no, no, I can't play violin. No, no. <laughs> okay. But uh, uh, at age 12, I, uh, you know, I got into heavy metal and to Kiss, you know. Like uh, yes, uh, I met Gene, uh, uh, what's his, the other Gene one Simmons? Of, Gene yeah, Simmons, yeah. yeah. Out of the makeup. Oh, yeah. Mm. When was that? Um, I was working in a clothing store, honey. And he oh, came in. that, he was okay, a, I remember Shopping that. in my clothing store, right. the clothing store where I work. There's <laughs> nothing nefarious there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, when did no, you meet no, no. yeah. Oh, you know, I'm from I'm, California. Yeah. I'm sure he was really, really good looking without yeah. his makeup. Uh, not really. Yeah. yeah. Sure, he was a nice guy. So, uh, but but I was influenced about by Eugene. He- I was influenced <laughs> by the heavy metal, and I asked my parents kindly, nicely, is it okay if I. Uh, drop the violin and pick up the guitar, and then they immediately yes, 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 yes. <laughs> right. Please, please stop playing. Please the stop playing. <laughs> that's funny. And you that's pl- you play the guitar really well. Thank you, thank you. I oh, mean, I uh, think we're going to hear some riffs uh, uh, in, okay. in, by the end of the show. And by the way, if, if you stick, everyone stick to the end of the show. You'll hear more from uh, Farewell Berlin. Oh yeah, great. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll play some more. So, of what that kind from. of a guitar? I know there's different kinds. There's classical, acoustic. Well, well, I studied. You know, I started like jazz guitar. I was into electric guitar, of course. You know, I wanted to play metal, but my father uh, got me one of his friends' teachers who was a jazz guy, and I love jazz too. So I studied everything, and I did study classical guitar for a little while. I went to Manhattan School of Music pre-college and was into classical guitar, but that's where I discovered composition. And of course, then the guitar became second nature, and I uh, forget about this. Practicing, you know, and trying to memorize is ridiculous, and it's not even my own music. So I dropped all that, and uh, now I really basically play on my own music only. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, play some other. other so I mean, is it fair to say that you th- see yourself as a composer? I'm only a composer. Yeah, that's my number one thing. Everything else is uh, things I like to do. So everything's an adjunct to your. Con- yeah, your I mean, composer. I mean, like I do DJ, and I do have a band where I rap, and so I'll put that in my bio. That's I do, you know. I right. mean, I, I, and I think I did myself a disservice early on when I would put all those things, and people got a little. Confused. I guess people get confused right, because yeah. people want things in the boxes, and as you said, it's hard you, to put me in a box. No, really. Yeah, but so when people, some people like maybe we're not taking me seriously as a composer because he oh, can't be a composer if he's a rapper, you know, mm. that type of stuff, which oh, is still silly. Uh, it's around. But that's that's what people, you know, like right. just I do this you know, because they don't have an imagination. It's it's just easier to put people in a box. Look, this well, guy, yeah, yeah that's, you know, that's that we you know, we live in the yeah. world of Twitter. Yeah, it's it's, like. it's just you know it's just this, and, and that's fine. Like like. Uh, um, Kendrick Lamar just won the Pulitzer for his uh, album. You know, it was a big sure. deal in the composer world. They couldn't really like, well, there's no score. Uh, uh, is he, you know, well, he's, you know, nobody said he's a black guy, but they're thinking of it because all the other guys were white. But it's, men, it's, you know, it's so that kind of synthesis that you live with all the time. All the time, yeah. And and and, and my whole thing is is to wear this, you know, Chinese. And, and camouflage together that doesn't fit and my wife says don't go outside but I do that in, in, in fact I do it on purposely in music is like what two things can't go together and, and am I a good enough composer to make it work through my own spectrum of you know artistry yeah. and, and create something new out of it so that, that's my uh, and there's no name for it so the only name I came up with it when people ask is the word eclectic which I didn't like for a while but now I use that word as like that's the what's right. your style of music? Eclectic. It's not right. a real style, but that's what I use as. Yeah, music. yeah. I think most people really are eclectic. No, I no? think most people they kind of pick something, they I do that. Gene's not that. Gene well, is yeah. all, you're all over the place. I, I'm, I'm trying to, sh- to show that you, you're you know there's a world of music and there's the boxes are, are total nonsense. Right. Uh, uh, but uh, people are more eclectic these days. hundred yeah, percent. So people listen. To, uh, uh, that's not a. Okay. But 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 it's not a. It's not. It's still you know. Did they get, oh, wait, this and this? Like, they can't, wait, you can't be a rapper. Oh, sorry, you can't be a rapper, you can't be a composer, you can't be, you know, you have to be, pick one, you know? Yeah. Right. And then they don't take you seriously, and this type of stuff. So, there is, it is and it is, it's not. But that's, you know, that's the nature of human nature. That's, yes, that's, you yes, know. yes. I don't know why I'm fighting against it. I guess that's, that. No, why I just no, decided that I will. And no. There's no right. reason for that. Embrace. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're not, you're not worried about failing at something. No, you're trying something, no. you just do it. Yeah, I just do it. There's no failing. I mean, failing, uh, for me, failing is not doing so there you go. That, that's it. That's you get it. an it's idea, you go that. for it. Yeah, yeah. And there's no failing. There's like, I, I tried it. I did it. Right. It worked. <laughs> it happened. Not if it worked or didn't work, it happened. More important. Right. This is Bar Crawl Radio, and we're talking with Gene Pritzker. He's a music composer and an eclectic innovator. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll throw the word <laughs> innovator. Let's get back to your recent tour. Yes, let's um, go to the tour. After recording the new music you and your son composed, uh, inspired by your son, no, that, that one was a. Uh, that's an old recording. That one we did two years ago. Did the but when, but on your tour, you you were recording something. This is for the third next season for third season. Oh, okay, oh, this stuff right. I, I can't share yeah. yet. Oh, okay. so, so basically, uh, I came to Berlin and we recorded three songs that uh, t- 
Tom Tickwer wrote for some scenes in this uh, 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 third season, which uh, the third season, I don't know, I guess I could give it away. There's a, I don't know, there's a silent movie being made. Okay. Well, that I know. I'm going to say that later. Oh, okay, so. okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. No, but, but the three songs that we recorded, later you're going to talk about me being in the thing. Yes. yes. But, but first I had to go and record the, uh, with musicians, and I got a bunch of people I know to come from all over to record. Right. So we did that. Oh, that so was, you picked your own musicians? Uh, half of them, yeah. I mean, mo- most of them, actually, yes, but for this one. But it was a small chamber band, because I arranged it. Uh, he wrote these songs. They were very good, and they recorded some uh, orchestral stuff with this orchestra. Put on top, and then, but we needed some jazz cats, and I got some jazz cats that I work with, and they okay. Jazz we, cats. Whatever, nice. they're cats. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And we, 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 uh, we recorded, got drunk, everybody's happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and after that, I went to... Um, you went to uh, Duisburg. Duisburg, Germany, which is a small town about uh, four hours away, but my friend, his name is Kai Schumacher, and he's, he's kind of the star from there. He's kind of a famous pianist now, and he, uh, he produces concert, Kai Schumacher and Friends, called Forever Bach. And it's, a, it's an older concerto of mine called Reinventions, which you could find online. It's recorded. Well, we're going to play it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're, yeah. we're going to play it. And, and I redid it for uh, this particular, uh, uh, a different instrumentation, which was a string orchestra and solo piano and vibraphone, me on guitar, DJing and conducting. I did do three things at once, multitasking. <laughs> and that one. And, and doing the DJ. And, 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 and when you do the DJ, you're, you're not just putting in music, you're putting in sounds. Sometimes, I mean, like. Well, well, for for this concerto, I don't know what we're gonna play, but uh, uh, I I, uh, there's a part where I DJ. I take various. uh, It's an invention from Bach, and I take various other ways of playing it, by you know, electric guitar or or chorus, whatever. And then I throw those into a little turntable, virtual, and and mess with it. And there's even one part which I don't know we get to is I found on YouTube uh, some kid playing it badly. I put that in, but, but and I also playing your it. piece, man. No, 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 Bach, the, the Bach, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I put it with uh, you know like crackles, like it's a bad record and so forth. So after like uh, uh, Kai's like, <laughs> it's got oh, wow. it's yeah. got to be fun to, to, be, to be able to have the freedom to say I can do anything. You could I do it. That's exactly do. yes, yes, and, and and that's why I do the DJing thing because uh, uh, now sound and, and and the world of sound is really. It's your imagination is the only uh, uh, limitation. Yeah. You can really do anything you want. So. Okay, so let's hear the first movement of Gene Pritzker's Piano Concerto, Reinvention.
That tickles me. <laughs> I get all tickly. And, and Charles Ives does that to me, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's some things I'll go, I'll just, like, start laughing, you know. We just heard the first movement of Gene Prisker's Piano Concerto Reinvention, played by the Duisburg Philharmonic no, Strings. No. No. No, 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 that wasn't played by no, the. No, no, no. That, that's the Sony recording played by uh, uh, Simone Dinnerstein and piano and the Absolute Ensemble. Now the same concerto I did do a new version in Duisburg, but we don't have that recording. That was that was just a couple of months ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. right. okay. So this is a Sony recording with Simone Dinnerstein and Absolute Ensemble with Christian Yari conducting. And uh, me DJing. <laughs> so when you were in Germany, though, you played it. Yes, yes. With the Duisburg Philharmonic yes, yes. strings. Uh-huh, I see, uh-huh. I see. Did okay. you make changes? Or yes, it yes, because it was a different instrumentation. Uh, it's a, it was a string orchestra. It was still piano solo, still me DJing, but also a vibraphone soloist. So it, it was quite different. So in fact, the concerto is now called, for this, it's a new name. It's called Reinventions Revisited. That's, this is like from 10 years ago. So it's a re-re. So I revisited it and did something. But the music's all the same. Everything's the... But, here, yeah, but our absolute ensemble is, is a chamber ensemble with like uh, winds and brass and percussion and, and uh, you know, all this other stuff. So yeah. <laughs> and, and the piece with the, uh, with the child that uh, doesn't play box so well. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's from YouTube. I, I don't that's know. That's still there. It's still there. Yeah, it's the same sound. I use the same samples I've always used. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. And when, and when can we hear that reinvention? Revisit it. Revisit it. So they, uh, they didn't record it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too bad. I know, but, but they do have a video, and they sent me the video, and I have it, but they said, you can't share it. I'm like, okay. And oh. then they said, okay, we'll make you 60 seconds to share it. Okay, so I'm waiting for yeah. the 60 seconds I'll put on Facebook. Okay. Whatever, you know, but it's just a... But they did do a, a little special, like a nice TV. It's on my Facebook page, a documentary on the whole concert, and just focusing on my concerto, and little interview I did with, like, really loud German overdubs. You can't hear me talk. I think I, I saw that, but you can't really hear the music no, really no, well. Yeah, not yeah. like this. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah uh, what is that like? It's like you put all this effort into something. Wouldn't you like to have it recorded? I just, yeah, well, but I have the recording. I, I know mean, you have this, yeah, and it's gorgeous. No, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm saying I have the recording from the uh, uh, from the concert. Okay. I just, I'm just not allowed to. <laughs> they say you can't share it. So I, I watched it. It's great. I love yes. it. Yes. And uh, it's music. You can't share it. Yeah. And there was 800 people at the concert. So I'm happy. Yeah, you they know? got it. They got you it. You know. And then yeah. we all went to a bar, and the whole bar is a small town. They're like, ah, because they were all. The concert. Oh, that's and nice. And one up, like hanging out there till seven in the morning. So, so. did they applaud you? <laughs> yes, yes, it was that's very nice. good. They're like, oh, this is the highlight of the concert. Oh, that's Thank great. You. I think <laughs> listening to you in concert would be amazing. Okay, I really <laughs> do. I really do. So you were you were in music college. So how did your composition career evolve? What? How did you get? Like, what was your early career like? Well, I mean, I went to Manhattan School of Music, and uh, there I started this group that we just heard called Epsilon Ensemble with Christian. It's a conductor. And the truth is, in those four years that I went to college, uh, I think maybe, I don't know the percentage, but maybe 50 to 60% of the people I still work with today I met in those four years, uh, uh, you know, we, we still play music together. It's really great. And from then on, I just keep, uh, you know, I produced a lot of concerts while even I was in college, but it was easy in college because you're just like, hey, I need a violist. I'll buy a drink. You know, everybody's right there in the cafeteria. You know? Pretty cheap. Yeah, pretty cheap. Exactly. Yeah. So, but then, we, you know, we continued on, uh, you know, I took over this organization called Polis Concordance, which has been around for 35 years. I've been running it for the past 15, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and kept producing my band Sound Liberation uh, that I kept producing concerts with. And basically, you know, when, when I do little talks to workshops to compose like the only thing is you can't do is not to do something so don't be sitting around waiting for other people to play your music get it played you play it or get somebody to play it. just but it's like you produce the concert right if you not have any concerts nobody's playing your music make a concert get people to pay them whatever you know raise some money what yeah, c- composers so you're an, an entrepreneur and as you, well yeah well I, I you know i have 700 at this point i actually just finished my because you in the introduction you said almost 700 but now I actually have 700 compositions. So I have 700 compositions, wow. and uh, uh, I'm not writing just to have listened to on my computer at home. I'm writing for people to perform it right. you know, at a constant pace. So, you know, like last year, I think I counted like 130 performances of my music in a year. That's, wow. you know, that's, I need to raise it even more. There <laughs> just you go. got to keep going. Yeah. Say something about uh, Composer mm-hmm. Concordance. Uh, so, so it's an organization that I joined early on. Uh, uh, but they've been around since the 80s, so since I was a very young, so I wasn't there. But I, 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 uh, after college, I did join, and they played some of my music. Then I became kind of associate director, and then as the two directors, the two main guys who started kind of retired, I took it over. But we produced over 30, close to 40 concerts a year in New York, some big, some small, as small salon concerts, which you guys should, we, we uh, do the salon thing with my friend Mark Castabi. He's a famous hey, artist. Hey, invite us. Yeah, once he comes back, we're going to have a bunch of those. He has a townhouse, and we just have these 
really fun uh, nice. so you know Lovely. free wine and, and music and just hang <laughs> this Whoa. type of thing so we do a couple of those why wouldn't you go yeah well, exactly so it's you know <laughs> Definitely love yeah. to have you guys. And uh, uh, like tonight is the big band concert. Then we have a string orchestra concert. We have chamber concerts, and it's you know it's a constant and consistent. Uh, and uh, probably before this thing airs, I should just plug. We have a festival this year. I mean, we have a festival every year, and this year's festival we have a theme for the festival. And this year's theme is animals. So it's going to be five concerts in a two, yeah two weeks period. All about animals, and it ends with a concert called Mutt's Art, all about dogs, where what I'm trying to do, I'm going to have an actual dog show, so I want people to bring, it's in a church called St. Mark's Church in the East Village, uh, I want people to bring their dogs, and we, I'm going to have my veterinarian, she's going to judge, I guess for the cutest, because it's not pure breed. How fun. <laughs> and, and they win a prize, and I want chamber music to be playing, and I want dogs to be walking around with their owners. And How fun, we should, come. We should definitely <laughs> well, we'll, we'll bring our- Jack. Well, Jack, Jack's not a dog, but no, but he's a, <laughs> they've got he's dogs. a kid. That's he's our a, grandson. He's our grandson. Oh, okay. He would love it. But if he has, a, if anybody has a dog, I want people to bring dogs. So this is in May. This festival. So we have these five crazy concerts, all somehow to related to animals. And um, and how can people find out about your programs? Well, you could go to composersconcordance.com. The common or I think it's a com. <laughs> com and uh, or jeanpritzker.com. Uh, you know everything's there. And yeah, uh, we have lots and lots and lots of concerts every month in different venues. Like tonight, we're in the Bitter End, which is the oldest, I think, the last surviving of those clubs. And they're all closed down now. In the I, think I, I, in the I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try to, to yeah, get to it. That sounds uh, great. And I know you, you, you've, got to, you've got to go pretty soon, no, so let's get back to your, oh yeah, I don't even know. get back to the tour. Oh yeah, um, right. So the next stop was Innsbruck, Austria. Right? So, so, so this is what happened. After Duisburg, and before I had to go back to Berlin, I had nothing to do for about five, six days. Oh. So I emailed a couple of friends, who I, and I'm like, hey, you guys got any ideas, concerts? And next thing you know, my friend Clemens Rofter, he's a bass player, goes, oh, Gene, I booked us a three-concert tour with the Gene Prisker Trio. Now, there's no such thing as a Gene Prisker Trio, <laughs> except when it was. And it was him, me on guitar, him on bass, uh, and my friend, another friend of his, Simon, uh, a Springer on drums, and we went to Innsbruck first, and a little town near Innsbruck called Absom, who have one of the best schnapps I've ever had, and gave me a bottle to take home. Wow. And after that, a uh, town in Germany called Passau, which is, uh, nobody knows this town, but it's really beautiful, and it's where the two rivers, the, the, the Inn and the... And the uh, uh, out. <laughs> Not the, yeah, what's the famous <laughs> river? The, 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 right. the Danube. Danube. The Danube. 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 The Danube and the Inn is another... Innsbruck? Yeah. In, the Inn River. Okay. It's called the... I guess maybe after... I'm not sure what it's after. But they, 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 there's very they long rivers and they converge. Yeah. Yeah, but it's Germany. But it I guess... sounds beautiful. Back in the day, it's probably... You know, it goes back and forth. Those Germany, Austria, they don't know. Probably Hungary, whatever. So... Uh, and what music did you play? Uh, and after that, we went to Vienna and played another club. So, and the whole concert was... Uh, uh, you know, an hour and a half of all my music for trio, uh, guitar, trumpet, so it's uh, all gu- your guitar, music. bass, and drums. And so, yes, so my music is my favorite type of concert. <laughs> is. <laughs> and uh, we had some guests. We had my friend uh, Peter Oswald, who's playing with me tonight. He came from Germany. He joined us in trumpet in one concert. And uh, uh, Clemens's girlfriend, Stephanie, joined us singing. She actually sang that song, Weeping, that she played. Oh. Uh, but we did it live and two of the concerts. So it was really nice. It was a... Uh, Beautiful, uh, fun events and uh, events, and we went from place to place. Little rock and roll tour. So let's mm-hmm. let's hear a, a one piece you sure. played. Uh, this is not the recording. Yes, be there. No, yeah. And it's called Quaalude. Quaalude number, number one. one. And I listened to it, and it's aptly named. Aptly named. So it's it's a whole set of yeah, pieces. I'm say, called, yeah, what, what do you have to say about Quaalude number one? Well, as you know, Bob has preludes and fugues. So I wanted to write some fugues, but not preludes. So I wrote Quaaludes, Quaaludes and fugues. <laughs> and what's a Quaalude? I guess it's. It's illegal like, now. It used to be really big in the 70s. Yes, yeah, so, you know, so, and, and the funny thing is people in Austria, they all asked when I played, I had to explain. I'm like, oh, you guys know what clay loot is? I was trying to make a joke. And they were looking at me like, they knew nothing about it. So I had to really explain to them. And oh. they, 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 they knew what I'm talking about, but they just didn't know about that it was called the clay loot. I'm like, oh, Google it. Well, so, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> Bill, Bill Cosby kind of, did, didn't he use clay or something no, like that? I don't know. No? I have no idea. Oh, right. really? Oh. I don't know. Make you. Just, I thought they just make you like. They yeah, they, yeah, they make you. Uh, That's what I've heard. Yeah, I, what I heard it's like it makes you sleepy, and then if you can stay awake long mm-hmm. enough, then you get into that kind of. No, really. High position. Well, we have I, to find I don't some. know from first play, first. Uh, People listening, if you know of any leads on where we can get quaaludes, please email to. <laughs> Bark Roll Radio. Gene Pritzker at Bark Roll Radio. Yeah, Gene Pritzker at Bark, exactly. Okay, here we go. Quaalude number one, performed by the 
the newly formed Gene Pritzker Trio. Well, the, this trio was called, no, this is the recording from the Trio Amalgamate with Dan Cooper okay. on bass and uh, Gernard Bernreuter, who is Shanda Rule's husband. It's all connected. It's all connected. You really are. Wow. <laughs> Talking with a musician that wears a coat of multiple colors, Jean Pritzker. Sorry, Jean Pritzker. Pritzker. Jean, I've been saying it all along. I, I, I'm about halfway through my Tito's and tonics. So oh, there you Jean go. Pritzker, and we just heard. It's getting better. <laughs> <laughs> we keep practicing. It's and we just heard Quaalude Number One performed by. Tell us who again who was performing. Uh, so the group uh, it's a recording from my record label, and the group is called Trio Amalgamate with Dan Cooper on bass. Gernard Bernreuter on drums and myself on guitar. The record label is Composers Concordance Records. Okay. Do you have a favorite music that you play or compose? Something that you enjoy more than another? Or is it all... Not really. I, I, I really just enjoy all music. The world of music is my palette. And uh, I mean, the funny thing is when people ask me what music I listen to, the truth is I answer my own music. Because I really true. literally just... write music that I want to hear. I mm -hmm. write music that I'm missing in the world. And you know. then I have to. Well, write what about it Kiss? Well, I went to the concert, but yeah. I, I don't. I mean, the truth is, right, once in a while, of course, I do. I, I will. People give me CDs all the time, and I will. If you give me a CD, I will listen from beginning to end. But you know, like it or not, like it. But I, I will, yeah. it may give you an idea of something that it, it might. Yeah, it's but, but I really do like to listen to my own music because I'm really writing exactly what I want to hear. It's yeah. a strange thing to think about, but that's actually what composers should. Right it's now. interesting that you you use the analogy of a palette, of a painter's palette, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because if you look at um, great painters, mm -hmm. um, or a lot of them anyway, changed. They didn't stay the same. No, never. Yeah, they, yeah. they. I mean, Picasso. Oh my gosh! When you the, his Where first paintings are nothing yeah. like what he. Well, they grow and change and find and right. you know, whatever. And try different things and. I mean, look. There's composers who kind of. You know, I don't want to mention names, or I will, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But who basically, like, you know, Philip Glass, who I think, uh, I really like his early stuff, but he's never said anything else in his whole life, as far as I'm concerned. And everything I've heard of is some kind of bored. I mean, sorry, I don't know, whatever. It's okay. Uh, sorry. It's and, there's other, and, and then there's guys like Stravinsky, who's comparative to uh, Picasso, which he has periods, you know, he's constantly right, changing. You know? Right, right, right. So, uh, I did a program on... Uh, uh, um, Stravinsky, Stravinsky mm -hmm, you said, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, with Ralph Schulte, the violinist, mm -hmm. a classic violinist, yeah, who had played with uh, Richard Kraft, uh, Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, yeah, who was Stravinsky's uh, uh, guy. Right, 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 right. Yes. Yes. Whatever, and that's right, what right. that kind of the conversation was about mm -hmm. in a way, and Stravinsky, and right? Okay, yeah. all right. So you then traveled on this tour to back to Berlin. Back to right? Berlin. And you performed at the... I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Suiso? Oh. Yeah, it's... it's I never said Jazz club? Yeah, it's it's a club. I don't know if it's jazz, but it's called Suiso. But the, uh, uh, the important thing about that is not that it's a nice club. We'll play there again. Yeah. But it's this group that I... So I have composed concordance here in New York. And in Berlin, I started an organization called Eclectic Music Extravaganza, or EMX. 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 Which we have the X. We like the X, not the E. So it's right, not an EME. Right. It's EMX. EMX. And uh, for... This is our sixth year, I guess. We've been basically doing one concert a year in Berlin. Though we did some festivals festivals in Italy and Austria as well, but one big concert every year in a club in Berlin, and we usually did these two other clubs, but this year we decided to find another club, and, and this is the uh, pianist Kai Schumacher, who we talked about, he's one of the co-directors, and another guy is a drummer, Philip 
uh, Bernhardt, who lives in Berlin. And uh, usually the concert is called uh, Berlin Meets New York or New York Meets Berlin. Because Beautiful. I'm coming from New York, they come from Berlin, and then I get a whole bunch of people from all over the world to come and join us. So this year we had 13 people. We had people come from Vancouver, Geneva, uh, 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 Friedberg. Uh, for this, for this particular for, for, yeah, concert. Augsburg, yeah. Who produces this? Me, I produce. Me and the, the three directors. So it's the same thing I do here for Compose Concordance, but... I wanted to so your organization pays them? All well, the no, musicians? there was not so much money involved. Uh, and when I say much, I mean zero. <laughs> and for this particular project, we are trying to raise money. Here for Composed Concordance, we have ghosts, you know, whatever. But there in Europe, so it's actually easier, but it's harder for me to, to make that happen. So basically, every year we just have these big concerts, which are like 80% of my music. Uh, one girl came from Sweden, she was a composer, we played her music too. So it was 13 people, we all met, we had this great concert, we all got drunk, and everybody's happy. Right. Sir, 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 we're recording here. It's okay, Thank no you. worries. So, uh, that, that, that happened once uh, about a year ago. Yeah. And there was a lady right down there, and she was, I can't, I can't do anything with my hand. I don't know no. what's wrong with it. It's just but the thing is, she looked at us, but she didn't care. She didn't care. She, she just didn't, didn't care. She went, yeah. She didn't care. I'm going to bar, so quiet. I'm we just <laughs> ignored her. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're talking about EMX, EMX. Eclectic Music Extravaganza. I like EMX. 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 I like um, it. And uh, we, we have a piece here that we wanted to play that I you said you had played. So, so uh, we released an album, again, on my record label, Composed Concordance Records, and uh, the album happens to be mostly, except for the first piece, which is a violin uh, a suite for violin and piano, which we recorded in the studio. Everything else is from live concerts that came off really well, performance-wise, recording-wise, and, like, and uh, my friend Jonas German, who's a great recording engineer, uh, made this album sound amazing. <laughs> and uh, we, we uh, released it. So there's one piece I think you're talking about. I was talking about uh, Haiku's Shout Song, Cycle Number 1, yeah. Shiki's Pain. So basically, uh, my friend Thomas Fisher, who's, he is a shout voice singer. If you guys and We're going to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. but, he, but he could read music, and, and, and he could... Uh, so, so the piece is for shout voice, piano, and drum set. And it's a combination that's not been written before, as far as I know. I'm pretty sure actually I do know <laughs> and uh, uh, so I wrote these two pieces based on haiku and uh, yeah this is the first movement oh, okay uh, I, I it's amazing uh, the, I've never heard a sound like that before <laughs> yeah, I mean you got to hear more of this but can you tell us a little bit about what he's saying uh, so, so it's, they're haikus yeah, they're haikus and, and so the shiki's pain is, is shiki was one of the there's like I don't know five ten great haiku guys from the centuries and I studied them and their poetry and this one guy his name is Shiki I can't remember he might have a second name whatever yeah. and he has a whole bunch of uh, uh, Shiki ha- Rosenberg <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of his haiku had the word is about pain yeah. so I don't remember the lyrics of hand of course and I know it's kind of hard to hear what he's saying every once where you can hear a word yeah yeah but it's uh, at one point I thought he was quoting Richard III but obviously no, no, not no 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 it's, it's all haiku uh, right. we, we could google it as you play it off Okay, Haiku Shout Song, cycle number one, Shiki's Pain, by Gene Pritzker. That is some awesome sound. So that was. I've never heard anything like that before. 
That was Haiku Shout Song, cycle number one, Shiki's Pain by Jean Pritzker. 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 Man, Pritzker. And performed at the AMX concert in Berlin. So you were going to, did you find the uh, haiku? I did, but, but this haiku, uh, at least the beginning, it was Waken by Pain from A Dream of Pain. Right. And then Which Something I Want. Uh, right. As rose, ga- rose petals gather. Uh, wait, I forgot. No, I, I, I had it here somewhere. <laughs> now right. I lost it. But uh, the sound is the most important thing, I think, there, because you could hear the pain. But if you just looked yeah. up a shiki. Well, yeah, his you name is Masaoka Shiki. Masaoka Shiki, mm-hmm. okay. And uh, he was a poet, and uh, uh, he has a whole bunch of poems about pain. So that's why it's called Pain. The second movement is called... Uh, do you have it? It's, uh, no, we, I, that's all I have. Uh, I forgot the guy's name, but it's, uh, it's about shit, piss, and death. Uh, something. Oh, there's <laughs> a nice heat, yeah, yeah. haiku. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, I, I, sorry, I forgot. I wasn't okay, so we're almost no. at the end of your grand tour. Yes. The yes. last stop was for a Babylon Berlin well, film shoot in which mm-hmm. you acted. Right. So I was already in Berlin. We did the EMX concert. I had to get up next day. Uh, so I couldn't get too drunk that night uh-huh. after the concert. Because you were on set. No, because at first I had to go and, and get a fitting. So I came to this place, and it's like this huge warehouse with a lot of uh, uh, costumes and props and whatever. And they had to fit me to make me look like I'm from the 1920s. 1920s, yeah. So they, you know, custom fit and all that stuff. And yeah. then, so that night I went to get drunk. But then, <laughs> but then I had a day off. And then I had three days of, of, uh, so I, I, uh, of filming, and I was playing... Uh, uh, actually, my character had a name. Renee, Renee, Renee Goldman. Goldman. So, I mean, all this came off as uh, the director, Tom Tickwer, who I worked with for you know, a long time, called me and goes, Gene, uh, can you be in, in the series uh, where uh, there's like a silent movie being uh, filmed inside the series and we need a conductor to conduct the order? And it was, I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Sounds like fun. And then all of a sudden it grew to be not being an extra, but actually being a character, like in the script. I'm like, oh, okay. Do you have a line? Yeah, so, no, I don't speak. I, I mean, it's in German, the series. So, but there is a, so there's a bunch of parts where I'm just conducting the orchestra on the side, and they show me, you know, and there was an all, they hired a full, you know, uh-huh. ensemble, whatever, they got, um, you know, like 20 people. And then uh, there's a couple of scenes where it's just me and a singer by the piano, and I would, you know, I was playing, and so the close-ups, and like there was one scene where she's playing a piece, and I'm writing it down. <laughs> Which, which was like improvised. He said, oh, you know, it would be cool. And all of a sudden, the scene, it was, I don't think it was even in the script. Hmm. And she played her, this, she is a natural singer. Uh, she played a how, did, how did that feel? You've never acted before. I never did that before. Was no, it fun? It was, yeah, it was really, it was very fun. I mean, but it was So the director never said, hours. Gene, that's I was going to say, you huh? realized. <laughs> no. the so did they like what you did? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tom was, uh, he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. He goes, you're going to love this. Like he, apparently, I don't know, there was like a zillion cameras, so I don't know which one. I gave yeah. the camera on me, and he was like, oh, my God, you look so good. Did you do take after take? Oh, or? yeah, it was 12 hours of this. I mean, You found out the actor's job is hard. Uh, oh, it's is very hard. hard. Oh, yeah, but mostly the waiting around. You know, you, yes, you record yes. for 10 minutes or five, right. or 30 seconds. And you have to be on, though. And you just have to stand there, you know. And you there's, might you know, wait there's, two hours. You just sit around waiting, and, you know, you, you oh, I'm going to take a walk and get some. And of course, that's the minute they need you back. Exactly. I mean, you don't yeah, want to yeah. be that guy. Are you just having, oh, maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll go to the restroom. Yeah, now you don't want to be that guy. We're like, where's Gene? We're about to start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We filmed it at this uh, very famous studio called B- Babelsberg, which uh, uh, Marlene Dietrich filmed all her wow. movies there, and uh, M uh, was filmed by uh, M. M was filmed. I show that to my film class. Uh, yeah, yeah. So th- th- yeah. we were in that studio, and then of course in the 30s, 40s, it became propaganda machine for Hitler. And after that, it became propaganda machine for the Russians because it's in the East. And now it got reopened. And uh, I guess the first big thing happened there was uh, what's his name? Uh, Tarantino did his movie called. Um, the one with the German, the bastards, the glorious bastards. And glorious bastards. Yes, and right. now like other things are happening, and but it's it's an amazing, huge, exciting. You know, that's so exciting. Yeah, it was really fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, but you can't I, show done. any pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah, done. yeah. That's it. That's the end of your. Yeah, that was the end of my. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. There might be a running role there. You never know. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. if Goldman gets Renee freaky. Goldman, Renee Renee Goldman goes freaky. I know. <laughs> it's an offshoot. Right. <laughs> so this is some guy conducting for now. He was conducting and then he took out his machine gun and he killed the audience. <laughs> uh, I think you, you guys are too, you have two like brains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Renee Goldman goes wild. Well, 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 well. We come to the end of a perfect podcast, I think. Wow. 
we've been talking with a most eclectic. Yeah. That's the word I used myself. I didn't pick that up from you. Oh, really? Oh, okay. This most eclectic music talent, uh, Gene Pritzker. 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 I'm making you I feel said good. It, yeah, but I said it correctly the no, first time. Gene, Gene Pritzker. Pritzker. Uh, we've fallen down just the first few flights of the Pritzker <laughs> rabbit hole, and I think we'll need to revisit this singularly talented man oh, in the near future. Absolutely. And talk more about other music that you do. This is Bar Crawl Radio. Becky and I believe that the most interesting conversation happens in your neighborhood bar. Mm. BCR posts every Friday. One week we interview a neighbor we think you should know. And the following week, Alan and I talk about our lives on the Upper West Side. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and email us at y- your comments with your comments and suggestions at barcrawlradio dot at barcrawlradio at gmail dot com. We would love to hear what you think. And we're going out with Gene and Sebastian Pritzker's composition for the Netflix series Babylon Berlin. Uh, come, it's called Farewell Berlin. Mm-hmm. Farewell from the from Berlin, Berlin Suite, Suite, Movement Number Six. Gene. Yeah, thank you guys. This has been this, fun. This has been really fun, and thank you for talking and listening to music and uh, hanging. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. So we'll, we'll put yeah for the <laughs> and we'll put another set together with some other music. That yeah, you do. anytime. That's great. I'm always here. And farewell from Gephardt's Beer Culture Bar. That's a wrap. Got to be done. So I got. I got to. I can't yap. So sometimes I like to yap at con. You know, whatever. I might have to move, move it along. Yeah. No, you guys are good. No, no, no. You're perfect. Let me just see. If I put in bitter end, will they know? <laughs> My mother said that too. No, just, <laughs> but she didn't mean it. Nice. She didn't mean it. Nice. She was just being mother. <laughs> you're an interesting person. You're a really interesting yeah. person. I wish it stopped. I wish. It <laughs>